Welcome to All the Rom-Coms I've Loved Before, the podcast where we break down the best and worst of the genre. Up today, we have little monsters and warm bodies in a special Halloween episode. Happy listening. All right, okay, first off, let's cheers. Cheers. Ah, orange wine. Mm. Mm. Did we drink something special for... We drank hard kombucha, didn't we? We drank hard kombucha because they drink kombucha mm-hmm. in um, to all the boys. Or no, Peter's always drinking kombucha. Yeah, because he's yeah. driving. Because he's like, driving <laughs> like an angel. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm really excited for the next two movies to come out. Uh, obviously, we'll have to talk about them when they do. Um, okay, so today... Uh, the movies we we're going to talk about. We're going to do a special Halloween episode. So we're going to talk about some zomcoms, as someone <laughs> on the internet has named that, the genre. I think that's appropriate. So we're going to talk about little monsters, and then we're going to talk about warm bodies. So I feel like little monsters first, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Little Monsters, uh, it is on Hulu. Uh, highly recommend giving it a watch. Um, Basically, this is a story about uh, a kindergarten teacher who gets caught in the middle of the zombie apocalypse and has to get her kindergarten children to safety. Mm -hmm. And it's not, in this one, it's not in, Exactly an apocalypse. No, it's like an it's, I, more isolated incident, yeah, and they're an outbreak. in like a park, yeah, uh, on a field trip, and so it's a pretty like easy A to B goal of like get the yes. children yeah. out of this park, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, you know that was actually one of the things I appreciated about this movie was that uh, it a lot of everything about it was very simple. It like the the. The goals of all the characters were very simple. Like they didn't give you too much backstory from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't they didn't try to over explain or make anything overly complicated. They just made it this kind of simple story that happened to be about zombies. Yeah, well the you know? the I think the premise kind of uh writes itself. Yes. Like someone was yeah. just like, Oh, what would happen if you were stuck in a zombie apocalypse or a zombie situation? And you had a bunch of five-year-olds with you. Yes. What would you do? And yes. I feel like someone did that as a prompt and wrote maybe multiple versions yeah. of this. And this is kind of what came from that, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it just kind of, you don't need to overcomplicate it. No, you really don't. There's no, like, it. it, it is simple. Um, and especially because they weren't too, it seemed like they weren't too worried about, like, where the zombies came from, but they sort of added that in, kind of, you know, peppered it in mm-hmm. um, with the, like, the, the, the idea that they've been testing on humans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then it didn't become a story about zombies. It was a story about this kindergarten teacher who yeah. had to take care of her children, yeah. zombies or not, Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, so what parts did you like about the film? I guess we can start there. No. Um, yeah, yeah. I I liked pretty much all of it. Um, some of my favorite parts were I loved all the children, all uh, the children. So cute. Um, there was there are the particular moments where the uh, main kid, um, who's Dave's nephew, Felix, that's uh, his name. Felix, yeah. he. Dresses up as Darth Vader a few so times. Good. So, uh, good. so that whole part is amazing. 
Um, and he's just so freaking cute <laughs> in his Darth Vader costume. Like, he's just a I very would, tiny Darth Vader. I yeah. would have a child just to make him a tiny Darth Vader, <laughs> you know? Um, so I thought that was great. I, I liked the musical element of it. Mm-hmm. I think that was very well done. Um, and, yeah, I, f- I feel like the... There's the uh, time that she's singing a song to get all the kids to go to sleep, and I yeah. feel like it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that that's a song from Sesame Street, mm-hmm. the I Don't Want to Live on the Moon mm-hmm. anymore. I, like, remember that song from my own childhood. Uh, and that song is very calming, I think. It's very, so, yeah, and, yeah. And especially when she's singing it, I feel yes, like it's very yeah. nice. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think um, that overall just... I feel like kids offer up effortless comedy, so having kids in effortless. the apocalypse and the apocalypse just kind of works. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I think it works really yeah. well. I think the relationship between Felix and Dave is maybe one of the most important relationships for mm-hmm. me when I was watching it. I feel like that's sort of a catalyst for a lot of things for the character of Dave, who yeah. does not start off. Well, Woo. so let's talk about so, Dave. Yeah, let's talk let's about, talk, about Dave. Let's talk about your turnaround, yes. especially because at the very beginning of this movie, Sam had a very visceral reaction to yeah, Dave. Yeah, because as you he's should. a fucking dick. <laughs> he's awful. He's so bad. Um, and yet, somehow they do the redemptive arc in a way that I thought worked. I thought it worked too. And, uh, weirdly, but I don't really yeah. know. Like, I wonder if part okay because so you hate him because he's mm-hmm. a huge dick. I felt like I knew that he was a dick that clearly and clearly there was something else going on underneath it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what it felt like to me at the beginning. But he was still like a monster, um, and I wonder what it is that makes you so willing to like forgive him and then allow him to grow into a better person I feel like it'd be a couple things first of all you hate him so much at the beginning that I don't know maybe like it's that visceral reaction that then brings you along on the whatever journey Mm -hmm. he's gonna and and he also like does it's clear I think at the beginning that he does everything out of impulse right like he has no forethought about anything when he brings Felix to Sarah to like propose he like has not thought that through. And then I think as he goes along in the movie, it's not like suddenly he's thinking things through. I think he just continues to do things by impulse. It's just that his impulses become more like protective of the children because they're in a terrifying situation, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I think that the thing that makes this, his arc better is that it's not like, he falls in love with a woman and she transforms him. It's yeah. it's a couple very real things. One being the relationship with his nephew, which I think is yeah. very important. Yeah. Um, two, an understanding, I think a deeper understanding of the relationship with his sister. Yeah. Through yeah, interacting absolutely. with these children. Yeah. Um, and, and also then the last thing is just like a life uh, threatening situation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like if there were zombies, you would probably have to change yourself or you're gonna die. You yeah, know? like he, it just, it put other things at the forefront of his mind and yeah. that I think helps yeah. him understand things in a different way. And yeah. I, I think that none of that felt contrived. No, it felt it very authentic. Yeah. It felt very simple. Yeah. Um, and 
in some of the reviews that we've been reading, there were people who did not love him at all and didn't love mm-hmm. that they didn't like the movie particularly because of him and the other male character Josh Gad, who's not a main character um, at the, all. At best, he's the a character's comic name relief. is a, uh, Teddy McGiggle. Teddy McGiggle. Um, <laughs> he's a children's performer who's kind of psychotic. Yeah, um, kind of has very some very psychotic. Uh, needs some yeah. help, but won't get it because he. Well, spoiler alert, but he dies. You uh, know, they, what's interesting about him is, like, they also, like, you don't get a redemption arc from him. He turns mm-hmm. out to be just straight up selfish. But you do get a sympathetic backstory from him. I think that's kind of interesting about this mm-hmm. movie. You understand you know? where he came from. You understand where he came from, even though he fucking sucks. Yeah, well, there's also the comedic element of, ah, yes, he was... Once a really prestigious actor, actor. and now he's a children's performer. Children's and performer. Which, as actors, I feel like we find that more funny. Maybe, you know? yeah. I feel like maybe people who hated his character... Didn't get Also it. didn't understand <laughs> that maybe that was funny. Yes. And that also very real. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I have a master's in acting, and I would love to be a children's performer. So true, and you'd be so good at it. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like... But his character, that, that made sense for him. That made I feel like. a lot of sense um, for him. It's true. Um, so, yeah. Well, and I feel like, I feel like, so, there's, I think the movie does a good job also of just getting you on Dave's side really quickly after he's been such a huge dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's probably that it it's about the use of the children, right? Like, if he was just being nice to Lupita's character and, like, trying to save Audrey, mm-hmm. I feel like that would feel more suspect to me, you know, because it's about his own interests. But like, because he's trying to help the children and he's like having this relationship with like his nephew, I think that puts you more on his character's side mm-hmm. because like children are so they're just like innocent and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so he can't really gain anything from them, you know, except to actually want to protect them. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And the he starts, I think he starts to exhibit that um, once it's clear that something's wrong in the yeah, park. Yeah. But I think the true moment is when he, his nephew has an allergic reaction and yeah. is going into anaphylactic shock. And, you know, I feel like maybe also the reason that we get on his side is because you see him realize that he fucked up big time and Mm -hmm. the consequences that his nephew is gonna die yeah you know and so that would change a person yeah you'd be like oh maybe i should think before i do things (laughs) so there were um i thought this when i was watching it and there were other parts of the reviews that were saying that like the teddy mcgiggle character Mm -hmm. only exists to make Dave look better. And you said you did not agree with that at all. I don't think I agree with that. I mean, I I, I can see where that would be something you'd think. He, he's a bit of a foil. He's but definitely not, a foil. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. But I don't think that devalues the arc of Dave. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And also, what the way I read it when we were watching it is that, like, the that conversation they have on the roof where... Teddy McGoogle is like, I fucked so many moms. Feels like a moment to me where Dave sees who he could be. And it's like, oh, wait, I don't want to be that person, mm-hmm. though. You know? Um, and it, it's small and subtle because uh, they don't really, ex- they don't explain anything to you mm-hmm. in this movie. They just let you draw your own conclusions a lot. Um, so maybe that wasn't the intention. Maybe he was intended to be like 
to make Dave look better, mm-hmm. you know? But I just, that wasn't really what I got out of Teddy's character. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, I also think Teddy's character was more about upping the ante on the tension because... Yes. He is He's, he does betray they did have then have someone to betray them. Yes. You know? And he also is, is an obstacle. Like yeah, the initial yeah. interaction with him is uh the, they're trying to get into a souvenir like the souvenir shop in yes. the middle of the park. Yeah. Um and he won't let them in. Yeah. Like a douchebag. Like a douchebag. That's um, true. So and so they have to figure out how to get in because they're locked out and this yeah. is like a safe haven and they have a yeah group of five-year-olds and a bunch of zombies closing in. Um, So he offers that kind of obstacle and kind of continues to offer that throughout up until he is eaten. Until he's eaten. (laughs) Um, Which is satisfying. Then you do get your satisfaction of that douchebag. Mm -hmm. You were like, oh, yeah, that that was going to happen That was going to happen and that feels good. Didn't see that coming, you dick. Yeah. Because he also, the entire time that he is alive before, keeps... Saying things about how he's famous and there's a helicopter coming, oh my God, him, yeah. coming for him because he's a celebrity. Literally not. Um, so he just, yeah, uh, has some sense of grandeur. Um, sense of grandeur. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he's he's like an amplified character. He's probably the most amplified yeah, character in the yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. think that that. Can be a little jarring, yeah. Um, especially at first, because I feel like you can see that right away. Yeah, even for before sure. you know him, when he's just doing his little kids' performance, you're yeah. like, "Something's, something's weird about that guy." Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we should talk about. Um, well, okay. One thing that we were talking about was uh, how. Okay, so there's no dad for. Uh, Dave. Oh, yes, the lack da- of dads. Dave's father left. Mm-hmm. And then also, which isn't something I realized even until we were, like, talking about it earlier. And then also, Felix doesn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just, like, kind of a fascinating thing mm-hmm. in the movie, for sure. Especially considering, like, that Dave is a shitty dude mm-hmm. for the most part until, like, he has this big change. And then also... Uh, Teddy is also a shitty dude, mm-hmm. and those are the two examples of of men men yeah. in the uh movie at large, except for like the, the military the military guys yeah. also shitty though because they're he's like you find out that he's like shot kids before yeah that's, and then they yeah. shoot up the zombies like so that kind of sucks. But then also the only other dude that is even in it for a second is that guy that Sarah is sleeping with when oh, they walk into yeah. the apartment and he's supposed to be, she's like, he like is in touch with his feelings and <laughs> so he's like a good example of a dude but he's not really in the movie. Yeah, he's only in yeah. it for like, yeah, a very short period of time yeah. and you see him for like a second and he makes, he makes some observation, some like comment. Some comments. Yeah. Not even profound, but just but like just aware. Like aware. <laughs> yeah, true. And then he's gone and then he goes see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but that's just kind of fascinating to me that that's the, this movie's weird take on dads. Not even a weird mm-hmm. take. It's just kind of an accurate take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because, and I, I could be remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they actually say that Felix 
doesn't have a dad because his mom decided to have a child on her own. Yeah. On her own. Yeah. Um, and that he's maybe like in vitro or or something. Yeah. Um, huh. So I feel like that's interesting that because also then you have a character who had a father who abandoned yeah her who is then deciding to have a child on her and, own and not have no a dad, dad involved involved yeah. at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly like. That's also, I think, just another way that, like, this world is built so tightly, but they don't need to tell you everything, you know? Because, like, you don't even learn that Dad abandoned them until halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but, like, it then makes sense that then these two siblings have dealt with um, the loss of their, like, the abandonment by their father Mm -hmm. in, like, two totally different ways. Yeah. Like, she decided she was just going to not involve a man in the having of a child and he has like freaked out and decided he can't even have have children at all whatsoever or even have a functional relationship yeah you know so yeah that's kind of an interesting inclusion Mm -hmm. in the like building of the world um do we want to talk about we we haven't really talked about miss caroline yeah we should talk about her talk about her um yeah. Okay, so that I think that she's the most brilliant part of this movie and clearly like someone just thought wouldn't it be funny if a kindergarten teacher had to protect her children during the zombie yeah. apocalypse. I'm sure that some person helped come up with this idea who was like, "Man, being a kindergarten teacher, like I'm totally ready for the apocalypse." And someone, someone was, was like, like, "That's a movie." That's a movie. <laughs> exactly. I feel like there were several key moments of this movie where I was like, Oh, that's where they got this idea for the movie. Like the there's this moment where they're sit the kids are singing Shake It Off. Taylor Swift Shake It Off, which is very funny to hear five year olds sing. And they're and they're like, because the, the line is like, uh, I stay out too late, got nothing in my brain. And then like while they're singing it on brain, like it just goes back to Miss Caroline hitting a z- zombie's head off or whatever, <laughs> which is brilliant. And when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely an image that popped into someone's <laughs> brain while they were writing this movie. And they were like, that has to go in. Yeah. You know? Um, and at the end when the zombies are like singing, I feel like that's a great, like someone was like, oh, that would be a, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a good movie, <clears throat> you know? Um, yeah, I think just mostly. I mean, it's called Little Monsters, and the children yeah, themselves are, are little, little monsters. monsters yeah. And also references a poem, like like a little rhyme, nursery rhyme type thing that um, that Dave and Felix help use to help uh, one of the other classmates, um, Go to Beth, sleep. right? Beth, yeah, Beth, fall asleep. Yeah. Um, so you know, there are a lot of like cool little takes on the title, but I do think that the main one is that children are little monsters. Yes. And that, like, a teacher of young children like that is well, going to yeah. just have a way of getting through the apocalypse yeah. that maybe no one else thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and seeing that is interesting and funny. It's and awesome. Clever. I love it. Yeah. I thought the scene where she, like, I mean, one of the best scenes in the movie is definitely when she goes back to the, like, tractor to get Felix's um, EpiPen, and she has to, like, fight her way through all the zombies. And I love that they they show all the zombies coming at her, and they don't show you, like, how she gets back. And then she just appears back in the souvenir shop, like, covered in blood. (laughs) And I love that then she has to be like, oh, I got into a strawberry jam fight! (laughs) It's covered in jam! (laughs) Don't, what is it? She's like, don't taste it! Don't taste it! (laughs) So 
so good. And also, like, what really... Okay, one of the things that really works for me about this movie is that, like, the idea that she tells them it's a game <clears throat> and they believe her because they're five and they'll believe anything mm-hmm. because five-year-olds and every, are idiots. Everything is... Also, everything is life or death. Everything is life or about, death. Yeah, like because there is a a, a part where um, where Felix he wants to go help. They have a plan to get out of the souvenir shop and get out of the yeah. park. And yeah, Felix yeah. suddenly gets worried and wants to go help his uncle. Mm-hmm. And um, it's terrifying because you have this child in a Darth Vader suit navigating yeah a really treacherous situation um, and getting distracted by things like baby goats. Yep. But then also at the same time, like, he's been told this is a game, like, playing tag. You can't let them touch you. And to a kid, that's very, very real. And in this, it is actually real. But when you're five, like, it's already life or death. So you're like, oh, it's a game and I cannot lose. Yeah, exactly. And this child was just like, yeah, I'm not going to lose because I don't lose tag. I don't don't lose tag. (laughs) Exactly. I'm having another glass of wine. I hope that's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Okay, um, so I feel like one thing we do need to talk about, because I feel like, I mean, I loved this movie so much, I feel like there's not a whole lot to, I need to critique, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't know if there's any parts that you're like, eh, I don't know how I felt about that. Yeah, but. the only, I mean, I will only say it like a few things, which is like, it would have been interesting to see this movie but with Miss Caroline as the absolute protagonist. The absolute I feel like she is yeah. is like one yeah. of the main like she is like kind of the hero yeah. of the story. But she absolutely Dave is, yeah. is in the protagonist. Te- technical terms the protagonist. Yeah. And yeah. I think it could have been interesting to to have him yeah. him be like yeah. more the more secondary character. I feel like the thing with that is that like that absolutely that would have worked, like if it had just been about her, but also like with the characters they have now, mm-hmm. I wonder how everybody would have felt about Dave if he was not the protagonist. I feel like there wouldn't have been as much opportunity for us to see him transform. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you would have been less on his side. That's probably Which true. Which also is okay. Like It would have maybe been okay or maybe they would have had to yeah, change, change his character, character a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the point of it be a little different. Yeah. And that, um, that, that would also would have still worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. overall, like I said, the, the premise writes itself. Yes. So the, the, yeah. the side things that you do aren't important, but no. I feel like... No. Or like... Or they they are important, but they would just lend themselves yeah. to a different, slightly different movie that overall would probably still be yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do feel like um, that would have been interesting. Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's uh, she's obviously the best part of this movie, like, bar none, you know? She's just like, honestly, I would marry her after watching this movie. <laughs> she's so beautiful and wonderful, and I want her to be my kindergarten teacher. <laughs> yeah, and especially, like, they put her in this amazing yellow dress, like... Mm-hmm. Which she's is covered in covered jam. in blood, covered in jam. Excuse me, <laughs> beaten up zombies, mm-hmm. like, and, but also like keeping the children very calm, <laughs> like throughout the whole thing. It's like awesome, you yeah. know. Uh, I'm gonna find a kindergarten teacher when the zombie <laughs> apocalypse happens and be like, "Please take care of me. Mm-hmm. I will, I will obey all your five year olds' rules." And you wanted to talk about the the kiss at the end. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that kiss. Okay, so what did you feel about the kiss? I. Felt like it wasn't necessary. Yeah. And I also, like, when it happened, I was just kind of like, uh, I had a moment of, like, resistance that I felt. And yeah. then I was like, okay, it's fine. Because also it 
it felt a little like the energy of the kiss felt a little like um, relief, you right? Know? Yeah, uh, which Where that, you're like, that oh, makes we sense. survived. Let's make um, out. But yeah. I also feel like you could have done that with a hug, and it yes. could have actually been more effective. Yes, I actually think that would have solidified <clears throat> his personal transformation. Yes, I think it would have. I think it would have made it because then you you don't see any kind of romantic progression in the no. in their relationship you just see yeah. friendship you see these two people yeah. who've been through this thing yeah. and have had to yeah. take care of these children yeah. through a really traumatic experience and I don't then, yeah. get the impression that he is a person who has any female friends mm-hmm. and I think it would have made it made much more sense for him to like learn through this experience that like oh actually I just think she's kind of cool mm-hmm. so maybe we could and like whatever maybe later in the future they get together mm-hmm. who, who knows we don't need to know that we don't yeah it can just the story be... is this you know we don't need to go outside of of what we see mm-hmm but I feel like they, for whatever reason, they couldn't get away from that. Yeah, I mean, I think that they just thought it was necessary. Yeah. Or whatever, it's possible yeah. a producer was like, they need to kiss. Yeah. All of that stuff yeah. happens. I, I don't think it was necessary. I think it would have been better without yeah. it. Well, yeah. and so one thing we were also talking about before was kind of like this idea that like, so there's this idea of like the manic pixie dream girl, right? right? That's pretty mm-hmm. prevalent in romantic comedies and mostly I mean like obviously the guy who who created the term manic pixie dream girl has previously said that he hates that he came up with that term because now it just gets applied to any woman character who's kind of quirky mm-hmm. you know um I do think it's misapplied a lot like <clears throat> have you seen Amelie yes okay people call Amelie a manic pixie dream girl all the time and it doesn't make any sense because she is the main character mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like she the entire adventure is hers, yeah. you know? Um, they just don't like that she's goofy. Yeah, that she's weird. There she's has weird. to be a name for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I, I would say that Miss Caroline is... I don't even think she's goofy. She's, she's just, just like a person. Yeah. has a personality, you yeah, know? Yeah, which is pretty normal. Um, um, yeah. and Pretty normal <laughs> to be a person with, with a personality. But yeah, I do think... Because also I think that she has her own story outside. Yes, she, clearly. And, and yeah. some of the reviews I was reading disagreed with this, but I do think that she has her own story and her own yeah. person outside of Dave. I don't think that her character yeah. at all relies on Dave or no. is catering to no. Dave's and art. If anything, if anything, her character more caters to the children. Yeah. But that's also a necessity of her profession, and so consequently it's a part of her yeah. character, you know. Um also, I love, I mean, because really the, the few de- personal details we really learn about her, because we don't really learn personal details about most of the characters, mm-hmm. frankly. Like, we learn, like, one. Like, we learn that Teddy McGiggle, like, was a, a very serious actor before this. Mm-hmm. We learn that, and he's fucked a lot of moms. Like, those are the things we know about him. Um, I say it like that because I think it's hilarious that that's how he says it. <laughs> you know, like, not like he's had sex with a lot of women or, like, he's been kind of a philanderer or anything. Mm-hmm. No, he just has had sex with a lot of moms. Yes. Um, and we learn that Dave's, you know, <clears throat> dad abandoned him. But we don't really, and that he, like, is in a band. And that's kind of, or was in a band, excuse me, is no longer. Um, and that's kind of all we know about him. And then... With Miss Caroline, we know that she is, she was engaged, right? But then she's not. She was. And she was. And, and now she's not. Cheated on he cheated on her. Yes. Um, um, and then also she had kind of a wild youth 
because she just ran around Australia following Hanson <laughs> around. <laughs> which I think is an awesome... Because we, I, I loved that they added that detail into her back background story because, like, we think of kindergarten teachers as, like, that that's all they've ever done, you know? It's just been kindergarten teachers mm-hmm. um, and been kind of these, like, perfect, like, happy people all the time. But for her to then have had this, like, wild period where she was just running around <laughs> following Hanson, hilarious, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what a Sagittarius. <laughs> um but so I, I think she clearly has a rich inner life as a character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think we, I think we see that. Um, yeah. I kind of like that we just get little bits of personal information. Yeah. You don't need the whole picture. You don't need the whole picture. Like you, I think the actors do a, a good enough yeah. job too of yeah. giving us more through the simplicity. You, you yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't need it to yeah. be overwrought. You don't need an excess of information. No. Well, and especially like also... You you see a lot of moments that were clearly direction, you know, um, which I think people just aren't also aren't used to a story showing you things rather than telling you mm-hmm. things because they do show you moments, especially of with Miss Caroline's character where she like <clears throat> she like has to turn back and like be this happy kindergarten teacher for the children and like she takes a moment where she's like okay, we're going to do this. All right. Uh, yeah. One, two, three, eyes on me. You know, like, and so you get more of how, yeah. who she actually is mm-hmm. outside of that. Yeah. Um. Really quick. Yeah. I just want to talk about the zombie aspect uh-huh. of the movie. Yeah. Um. I, I think it was interesting. I think, one, it's interesting that in this particular story, it's a contained... Yeah. Disaster. It's yeah. um they they talk about how it's like experiments on humans, like the reanim- reanimation project or re that, I think that's what they call it, the yeah. reanimation um, project. Yeah. So clearly they're doing like some all, weird that's experiments. That's all you you get also is mm-hmm. they don't even explain it further than that. They're just like yeah. the reanimation project and you're like, oh, okay. Something something's going on. Yeah, they, it, again you, they give you a very small piece of information, yeah. but you're you yeah. can kind of think about Fill that, mull over yeah. it, add your own interpretation mm-hmm. of it. Um, which I think is interesting, and yeah, also it's, so it's basically like these particular ones escape from the facility. It's apparently not the first time this has happened. Yeah, they make some comment about is it the fast ones or the slow ones? Yeah. Ones. Which, by the way, these zombies are slow, very slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I guess is helpful when you're trying to survive with, with a bunch of children. Yeah. Uh, so you know that definitely suits the story that they are particularly slow zombies. Um. As far as just, like, how they looked and stuff, like, I mean, they, um, th- because it's human experiments, you're not seeing maybe the same level of, like, yeah. decay or, yeah. uh, some the of grotesque looked- nature of some other zombie yeah. movies and shows that, that exist. I felt like some of them looked more decayed than others. Which makes sense. It if makes you're sense. using, like, yeah. cadavers for these experiments yeah. or whatever, some are going to be fresher than others. Ew, gross. <laughs> um... And overall, the gore was fairly minimal considering that it was a zombie movie, which um, I liked because I love zombies, but I don't always love the gore. So, like, sometimes when it gets to be too much uh, or overindulgent, I have trouble with it. But this one, I thought, did it really well. It has moments where, like, you know, Miss Caroline is killing the zombies, and that's a little grotesque. But also, they they show you only her... 
like hitting off one of the zombies' heads, and then they don't show her actually mm-hmm. doing that again. They just show like the it's like from the torso down, so you he, see the head like hit the right. ground, but yeah, you don't yeah. see it happen. And, and at I one point, she, she stabs them no. with a pitchfork. Yes, yeah, uh, no. too. But no. even that's not particularly gory. No, None I think the, they d- much like not revealing too much about all the characters. I think they did a good job of knowing when. The gore was gratuitous. Yes, yeah, because, and there are, like, the, none of the children die, which I think you kind of know. Yes, It's yeah. just one of those. I was nervous, though. Yeah, I was like, was, one of them's going to die. You it's go into bad. it, and, and it's like, I was just like, they would have to be really bold to bold, kill one of these yeah, kids. And they they don't, and I think that that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I did not want any of them to die. I, I would have liked the movie less. Yes, I, I would have too. Yeah. I, it would have been a different movie. Yeah, it would have involved much more tragedy in this movie. Yeah, has a very um, like sort of wholesome center. Yes, one thousand uh, that I think would have you know none of the children were going to die. But that being said, there were child zombies that I think were from other. Yeah, either they were yeah. cadavers that were donated that yeah. were happen to be children, or they were also in the yeah. park. Yeah. And so there is like a weird moment where. Um, Teddy McGiggle like bites a child zombie. Yes, and he's like how do you like that or whatever? And also the moment where he dies is maybe maybe Gross. the most it's gory the moment. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean is that like they knew like oh this character is an absolute dick. It needs to be gross. His death is going to be a little yeah. gross. So here's a question that doesn't get answered within I th- I think if I remember correctly within the movie like um if one of these zombies. Bites you? Do you become, do you become a, zombie? a zombie, or do you just die because from you from know, an infection? An infection, uh, or they eat you? Yeah, I that you know what they don't say. They don't say. Um, that's the other would, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a slightly different take on zombies because yeah. of that. I think yeah. that it's because it would not, make sense to me that you wouldn't become a zombie. You would just get infected and die. Yeah, because here's a th- yeah know? here's the thing. A corpse bites you. You're you're gonna go septic. You're, you're gonna, gonna get go a septic. really you're, pretty yeah. bad infection gross. pretty yeah. quickly. I'm yeah. guessing. Um, so, regardless of whether it's, like, a disease, like, you get bitten and you turn into a zombie or you just get bitten and die, yeah, getting bitten is not great. No, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, but I just realized, like, that probably means there are not more zombies not that can be contagious. Created. Yeah. So, again, contagious. it's a very contained. Yeah. Yeah. And they do say no, no, they, they might, say get, they might be, be contaminated, contaminated or whatever. But I don't know what that means. That could really. mean a lot of things. Yeah. They're, I guess again, it could mean, kind of vague on, on yeah. that. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. kind of... I, I don't know how they what they would have had to have done to the cadavers to make them then contagious. contagious. But they are reanimating them, so I guess there are a lot of questions here. Um, So I mean, like I think that overall the zombie part of it is a little. They don't spell it out for you, so you kind of have to assume a lot, which I think some people uh, maybe were frustrated with. Mm. Um, But I didn't mind that. Yeah, Um, I like speculating about that kind of thing. I also yeah. think it's very interesting at the very end um, when Miss Caroline is, is singing with the kids and they're escaping. Yeah. They're being followed by a horde of zombies yeah. and the zombies start to sing. Yeah. And she's doing like, if, you happy, if you're happy and you know it, and they're like clapping their hands and they're yeah. um, like saying hooray. Mm-hmm. Kind and so like it, yeah. it's like they're they've got some element of consciousness, um, but you don't really know because then like 10 seconds later, they the horde of zombies gets yeah. completely Which shot down. I, I, I mean, I didn't like them killing them, but I liked <laughs> that you were then left with this question of like, oh, what would happen to the zombies if you just like mm. sang to them or like treated them like like I don't like know humans. Maybe, they, maybe there's some some other yeah yeah that's kind of interesting. 
Yeah, it definitely... I definitely liked the zombies in this. I liked it being a contained disaster. I liked the... I thought the makeup, all of that stuff was believable and and good. And I I liked um, the fact that the gore was not gratuitous. Um, I do think, depending on what kind of stuff you like to watch, um, the... There are children in it, and it's not quite as uh, standard of a zombie movie as yeah. other zombie movies. No. I, I know that there were some reviews and critics that, yeah. that didn't love that. Uh, but I know that this was written and directed by a man, <laughs> but it feels very much like a zombie movie directed by a group of women. <laughs> like, because <laughs> there's this, like, weird redemption arc for the, like, main character that is, like, very, like, based in him, like, like having a connection with his nephew and that feels very feminine and like then there's this awesome lady just kicking ass like this super evil misogynistic dude like gets his mm-hmm. due basically like it feels very much like mm-hmm. yeah I don't I don't know much about the writer I was looking no, he's only yeah. he's only done like one other movie yeah uh he's pretty young yeah that makes sense yeah um, no. I'm excited to see more stuff from him. Yeah, I it, it was great. great. I, I, lo- you know? I really yeah. enjoyed it. I like, and overall, I enjoyed this movie more than I've enjoyed a movie in a long time. Yeah, I, will say. I agree. Uh, I will say yeah. that. Um, yeah. But there there do seem to be some people who have some pretty hot negative takes on it. Uh, and I think that that just kind of depends on what you're looking for with this movie. Yes. Yeah. I think I found what I was looking for. I think if you're going in thinking this is strictly a zombie movie, you're making a mistake. Yes. You know? But that also brings me to another interesting question, which is, like, so, obviously this podcast is about rom-coms. Do we feel like this is a rom-com? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think it is either. It though is I a, think they try to force it into a yeah, rom-com they, at the end they, Yeah, they try yeah. to spin it into a rom which I think is why yeah. it's kind of important for us to talk about. Because I, I think yeah. this movie didn't need that at all. No. And I feel mm. like, but I feel like if it didn't exist, we maybe wouldn't be talking about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. right now. So, yeah. but like, I do think that the romantic aspect that they try to sneak in there is unnecessary. Yeah. Um, you could take it out and the movie would be just as good, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a, like a, that's kind of like a thing that people want to see. Like, yeah, they want to see the romance. Yeah. Producers like, are going to want to put that in. It's sort yeah. of forced into movies because it it's a selling point. It actually feels like there was a hug there and then someone was like, it has to be a kiss. And yeah. And they were like, fine. I guess it's a fucking kiss. Because <laughs> <laughs> a hug seemed more appropriate. It seemed like it would make more sense in that moment yeah. and I think it would have been just as uh, And then the hug, maybe, yeah. the hu- you even could have done a funny thing where the hug like lasts a little too long and yeah, then they're like, and oh! And then uh, it's like, what? Or like, or, or, and like even a moment where it's it's the first time maybe Dave has experienced like, like a touch an actual like, like yeah. intimate contact that isn't sexual. Yeah. And you have and a moment confused. where he's kind of like, yeah. whoa. And you could even have a moment of Miss Caroline being like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That could be that could be fine, and you don't need any. And more. you don't need anything you know? else, and you don't need yeah. an actual kiss. You don't need an actual yeah. kiss. It's true because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, you know. Um, um, we should probably shift into the next. Yes. One. Okay. Okay. So the next one that we're going to talk about is Warm Bodies. Um, when did this movie come out? I forget. Oh, it, it was a couple oh, years. We looked ago. it up. We looked it up. 20, it was a while ago. Uh, I 16? was. I was like. It was at least. I think five years ago, because I 2013, was... 2013, excuse me, not 2016, you're right. 
Um, yeah, okay, so it came out in 2016. It's based off of a YA novel by the same name, right? Um, and this one is, it's supposed to be like a Romeo and Juliet parallel. So R is a zombie, um, and he just walking around having thoughts. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's a zombie. Um, and then uh, basically he ends up meeting uh, this girl, Julie, mm-hmm. um, and kind of kidnapping her, which we'll talk about, but sort of for her own safety and also definitely sort of not. Um, yeah. And then, like, sh- basically he ends up... Ah, yes, thank you. Um, basically he ends up taking... He ends up then trying to get her back to where she lives in this, like... <laughs> um, he ends up taking her back. <laughs> Rose is very distracted by the wine right now. <laughs> um, uh, so, so he ends up taking her back to her home, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's kind of like this, like Romeo and Juliet story. They realize that the zombies are kind of cured by <laughs> human interaction. I guess, yes, and like love, feelings, feelings, uh, memories. Memories, I think is a big one. Yeah, actually, um, which is an interesting thing we can talk about with like the the brain, the brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, so it, like has some parallels to Romeo and Juliet, and then basically they end up like like bringing the zombies to be with the humans again, and the humans like sort of kind of teach them how to be human once more. Um, so it's a zombie love story. So this one is really a zomcom, as yes, it were. Yes, this one is uh, this definitely a, a zomcom because sure. it's also funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's and it's definitely like the point is the romance. Yes, you know. Um, so let's start off with things we liked about this movie. I feel like there are a lot less than in Little Monsters. <laughs> um, I liked the premise. Yeah, I loved the premise. <laughs> the premise was great. The world was interesting. Yeah. The idea of it was really. Great. I wanted to like it more than I did. Yeah. Um, I loved the idea that, like, the zombies are cured basically by feelings and mm-hmm. other humans being nice mm-hmm. to them. Um, that part definitely made me cry at the end, but that doesn't take a whole lot, so that's, <laughs> I'm not a good judge. It made me cry. That would be another <laughs> That would be another, another story. Um, uh, I liked R. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was interesting. You know, he had some personality. So yeah, they there were times when I felt like his quirkiness was forced, forced, and there was yeah, some over narration. Yeah, there definitely was. But I liked the. You're right. I liked the idea of him. Um, mm-hmm. I liked some of his narration was interesting. Yeah, he's like, got some funny lines. Yeah, I also yeah, yeah. will say that. This movie feels very much like a YA movie, which is based on a yes. YA novel. Yeah. But there are things that yeah, I, I feel think like I want to read the novel. As a younger person, yeah. I really yeah. liked, yeah. and then now that I'm older, I yeah. like less. Yeah, yeah, I agree because I really liked this movie when mm-hmm. I was twenty and seeing twenty. I, I was twenty. Oh my god, I was twenty. Oh my god, I'm so good. Um, like I was twenty and watching it, but now, like years later, having watched it again, now I'm less mm-hmm. interested in it. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like that's pretty much all I liked out of the movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think. sad? Like, um, there were a lot of parts I wanted to like. The friend. I liked the I, friend. Yeah, I liked his I relationship with the friend. Yeah, they have like, a, yeah. there's a zombie. Our yeah. zombie main character has a zombie friend. Who Marcus. Who is Marcus. Who's He's Mercutio, Mercutio, definitely. Mercutio, yeah. 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 Um, this, this, I want to say that this movie would be 
is interesting when you know the story of Romeo and Juliet, except that I actually don't think it even needs that It didn't allegory. need it. I don't know why. I mean, obviously it did that probably because the book does the that. The book does that. And maybe does it better. I actually maybe. haven't read Who the knows? book. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the R&J thing just, like, didn't need to be there. It didn't. And I understand, especially, like, yeah. in a book, how that narrative, yes. how that could have been used yeah. and how there could have been nuances in Yes. Uh, probably in lines yeah. that, that were used in storytelling. Yes, in absolutely. F- like different phrases yeah. uh, and characterization. All of that stuff can be yeah. used in a very subtle way yeah. um, in a novel, in a way that it maybe doesn't matter as much in a movie. In a movie, yeah. Um, and I think that it... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like any Romeo and Juliet parallel is shattered when both the characters live at the end. Absolutely. You can't, <laughs> like, the point of Romeo and Juliet is that, A, they're fucking dumb. Also, their parents are fucking dumb. And so, consequently, they and so many other characters die. Mm-hmm. Like, so many characters die. Yeah. That's the point. The point is not that they have... If if you want like a star crossed star crossed love, there are other like pieces of fiction you could point mm-hmm. to. You know, like Guinevere and Lancelot also had a star crossed love. Mm-hmm. Neither of them died. So like, I not that's a terrible example because Guinevere was cheating <laughs> on her husband. But like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like there there are other pieces of literature that like also do that thing where they end up like together. Together, at the end, yeah. You and- know. I, yeah, and I think, um, yeah, so let's break it down a little. Yes. Um, so the two main points of tension in, I feel like, that they give us, uh, in this movie are the fact that she, uh, that, um, R, at the very beginning, eats Julie's boyfriend. Yes. And Definitely um would put a strain on the relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and eats and, and eats his brains and in this world when you eat the brains you get the memories. Yeah. And this is sort of what seems to be part of the addiction of the zombies eating the brains is because it actually brings them back to humanity a little because yeah. they can see these memories and sort of feel what they're feeling. And yeah. so he's like eating this boyfriend's brain in order to uh he, he kind of learns more about Julie through that. And I feel like that's yeah. a source of tension because you're watching that. And it, it makes you a little uncomfortable. It makes you super uh, and uncomfortable. And he doesn't tell her until like halfway through the movie. And then she gets mad. But honestly, she doesn't get mad enough. No, she uh, doesn't. To, to be fair. Because um, it's like he's spying on her at that point. Yeah. Honestly, well, he like, never tells her that. He never tells her the brain thing. Oh, right. He, he never tells her the brain thing. He tells her that, he tells ate, her, yeah, that he's yeah. the one who killed her boyfriend. Yeah. Which like... Clearly, Perry and Julie were having problems. But this means she wants. But doesn't mean she wanted to be eaten. Like that's weird. Also, he know? is Paris for those of right you for who those have of you read, know Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Juliet. Huh. Um, what what do you think that is the other main point of tension? The dad. Yes, which which is also just is just fucking terribly stupid. written. That whole, oh my god! I poor John Malkovich. Honestly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it that that whole storyline. Uh, I remember I watched it. A while ago, um, after it had been out maybe a year or so, it was when I was like 24, 23 or 24 is when I watched it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And it had already been out for a bit. But I remember liking some parts of it, and I remember the one part that stood out to me is what I did not like was 
the dad was the relationship between Julie and her father. And yeah, that held up this time. I just, there were other things I disliked about it this yeah. time that I didn't. Namely, last can time. we talk about how much Julie sucks? Like, not at her as a character, just like her as ha- a, how the character is written. Yes. Like, yeah, the writing of this particular female character is not so great. Bad. Uh, I will say. So bad. Um, and it's, it's primarily because what what did you say that they're they're trying, they're trying to, to fit m- mash yeah. in all these different stereotypes about female characters like she's supposed to be the final girl and she's supposed to be like the girl next door and she's supposed to be like a manic pixie dream girl and she's like she's mm-hmm. supposed to be all these different ones and just it doesn't work you know I would have been ha- like I would have felt better about it if she was just one stereotype frankly but they try to make her all these different ones and they just like don't make any sense, which is tragic because, frankly, actually, I think Juliet is one of the best written female characters ever. Like, mm. she's, a, she has way better verses than uh, Romeo does in Romeo and Juliet. Like, her, the way that mm-hmm. her lines are written are so, it makes it obvious that she is, like, very, like, way smarter than people take like, like people take her it for granted or whatever, and that she is, like, clearly has, like, a great imagination and, like, just, like, would be a bomb-ass lady if she ever grew up to be a lady, <laughs> but she dies when she, she's 14, so, <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, but Julie, the creation of that character, sucks, like. Yeah, well, it's I just, it's, it's hard to even figure out because there's just so much that they're trying to do with her characters. Yeah. Like, they want her to be perfect. But also quirky. But also, yeah. But and also, it's like, super independent. But also, to like, watch. yeah. And I feel like it may have been exhausting to try to perform yeah. as well. Um, and, yeah, I feel like... I feel like Juliet is just much simpler. Yes, they, she is. They didn't need... No much yeah this is an example of like unlike little monsters where simplicity is kind of what they go to uh this one i think tries to overcomplicate things and i think particularly her character yeah they try to overcomplicate overcomplicate and over explain things yeah that just aren't even necessary like the story itself and the world yeah again can do the work for you and when you're writing this and and they don't write it they don't let it. It's true. And the unfortunate thing also is that, like, R is pretty... I get what you mean by, like, sometimes they make him, like, too... Like, it's just, like, it's overwritten. Mm-hmm. Like, how... And I think the, like, overwriting of the um, voiceover probably contributes a lot to that. Like, they mm-hmm. don't need... it. They don't need as much voiceover as they think they do. Mm-hmm. Because the voiceover works, I think... Yeah, well, it's necessary because he necessary. can't. He can't actually talk. talk. Yeah, and so and but you want to know his personality because mm-hmm. it's from his point of view. You know, um, I think that voiceover does a good job of giving his personality, though they overwrite it. You know, um, but the thing about because R can't speak and also doesn't remember who he is, like it makes it very simple for you to know who he is because he clearly likes. He clearly is confused about being a zombie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't love it. And also, he really likes listening to records. Yeah. And that's all you need to know who he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah. they give her too many personality traits, they give her, right? Yeah, well, and, and, and they... 
I don't know. They do this weird thing with him where he kind of vaguely kidnaps her and yeah, not vague like it like for does. real. Like and, and, yeah. and it's this like this weird thing where he sees her and immediately falls in love with her, which I hated. Which is very Romeo and Juliet. Absolutely. However, yes. In but that, that's why they die. That's why they die. It has to be reciprocated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's not. No. Um, that actually maybe would have been more interesting to me. That would have been that would have been more interesting. Yeah. Or what we were talking about initially after yes. we watched it, which yeah. I think would have been more interesting, is because what what ends up curing these zombies at the end is is memories. Yeah. Right. Um, so if what actually happens is you have this zombie, he's giving you some narration, he's telling yeah. you about his life. Uh, he goes in, he's, you know, they're eating people because they like eating people, whatever. Not true. Uh, he sees her, uh, she's crying, and he has a moment of empathy, either just instinctive or or it's some flash of a memory that he has, yeah. like a residual memory. Yeah. And for some reason, he saves her. And mm-hmm. he doesn't know why he did it. Yeah. She doesn't know why and he then, did it, and he's annoyed at her, and he's confused. Yeah. And he could be trying to eat her, but he can't do it because yeah. now he has this emotional connection to her, and so he's like, "Well, fuck." What yeah, it so doesn't even start do? with love; it actually starts with yeah. a moment of empathy, yeah. which, frankly, is way more of a romantic comedy moment than it, mm-hmm. anything else. Like, usually, I feel like the plot is that like you're irritated by this person, and then yeah, yeah, so yeah. I feel like that's a very simple shift that could have made it, yeah. Uh, much more watchable. Yeah, right. At and the beginning. also, there could be. I feel like there was a lack of humor in this movie that this movie really needed, um, and the this frustration of this zombie like trying to eat this girl and not being able to <laughs> would be would so have funny. Been oh hilarious. my god! Um, just like that, he like can't. He's just like, oh girl, yeah, because because that's you the know? other thing is that that, that um so. What we forgot to mention in the summary and what I forgot to mention in things that I actually liked about this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, part of the world is that you have these zombies walking around. Yeah. And they're, like, kind of just, like, vaguely, like, oh, people, brains. I like eating brains. Yeah. Uh, that part's a little vague. But there's a stark difference between them and what they call bonies. Yeah. Which are these ultra-decayed uh, creatures that are basically zombies who have, as our lead puts it, given up. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of strip themselves down into these skeletal figures. And they have no memories. They are not, they are beyond a cure. They are absolutely very terrifying zombies who are also very fast. They, they run. Yeah. Um, in a very scary way. Uh, so they, so there is this really cool moment that I vividly remember from the first time I watched it that I thought was really interesting, which is where. Um, M, Marcus, the friend of R, um, is with a crowd of, like, zombies and sees a picture of, like, two people holding hands and it sparks this whole memory and suddenly he starts getting flashes of memories and you see it, like, does this sort of stylistic, like, going into his... Yeah. Very, it's very much like the Grinch's heart grew three sizes yes, that yeah, day. Yeah, it's exactly um, that, yeah. And you see a heartbeat and... It's supposed to show, like, that it's reviving them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I always thought was really cool about this moment is, like, he starts to see it and feel it. And then because he's feeling it, it's like other zombies are starting mm-hmm. to have empathy and, like, yeah. to realize, oh, like, he's feeling something. Why? Oh, and now yeah. I'm having memories. And it's this sort of collective wave of yeah. 
of like memory and realization and recognition of like humanity that's really amazing. And then when that happens, all of the bonies suddenly there's this like slow moment of like, oh, like, oh. and they start to attack, start to come after the zombies as if yeah. they were human. Yeah. And so that's like a moment where you realize, oh, it's possible for these yeah. creatures, these zombie creatures to become that's, human again. Yeah, that's the best part of this movie. That's a really, that, it was a, yeah, that yeah. part is very good. That's it's maybe good, yeah. like one of the images that started this whole story and idea. Probably, yeah. And I feel like I wish that they had, I don't know, that that, yeah. moment had existed. Well, I wish I wish that they didn't need it to be about like because in the end it doesn't have to be about like romantic love, right? Mm-hmm. But they for whatever reason needed it to be about romantic love for R and Julie when it I don't know. I mean, maybe we've also kind of I wonder if we have now moved into an era where we're just like less interested in romantic love in the same way, yeah, that we than we used to, we be. need to see you it know, in a like, different a different way. We need yeah. to see other connections as well, yeah. Within that, I feel like a lot yeah. of more contemporary rom coms also include, yeah, friendships, yeah. Um, well, like that's like uh, family fucking, to all the boys I've loved before. I feel like mm-hmm. is a good example of that because it, that explores not only. Laura Jean and Peter's relationship, but then her relationship with her family. Like, mm-hmm. she has all these yeah, friends. Yeah, and her sister. Even, like, you know, she sends these love letters to these boys, and then one of those, she becomes very good friends with Lucas through that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like, there's more, it, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, we've just moved into this era, I think, especially I think millennials are kind of over this idea of, like, instantaneous romantic love. Yeah, and especially of that being all there is. We, yeah. we want to see more in the story. Yeah. It's our Pluto and... Or it's our... our yeah, our Pluto and Scorpio. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, and so, yeah, and so that, like, that love at first sight between the zombie and the girl just doesn't... It doesn't... It, it doesn't fly. And it's, again, it's not it's reciprocated, not and that makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah, maybe if it was mutual, I'd be less... It, yeah, I, like, if it's mutual, like, it'd be a different story. Yeah. I think it either needs to be mutual, very Romeo and Juliet, or just or it just needs empathy. to be yeah, like yeah. instead of it having like the only thing that could spark this this moment of empathy yeah. and him saving her is romantic love. Yeah. It, it could just be a memory, a moment of empathy. She's crying. I saved her. Why the fuck did I do that? You know. Yeah, which again is so much that would have better. Been and it, it's a yeah. very small change very that small. would have I think yeah. impacted. A significant portion yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of things I would have changed about this movie. Like, I would have made Paris, or Perry, whatever, not her boyfriend, and instead made, like, I love if this idea were, of like him a, being, like, her, her brother, brother That would have been also way more interesting. All of this, like, weird romantic love that we have to see, it wasn't very well written. It, it wasn't, wasn't very oh necessary. Oh, my God. Maybe The, like, memories me he sees were gross. Yeah. Like, I was just like, these are so fake. And it would have been so much more interesting if they were just like siblings, you know? Yeah, and you, and it, I think, would have actually made the conflict even yeah worse because yes. it's not like I don't know, like she, to be fair, cares a lot. She doesn't seem to care very much that Perry's dead. That Perry's and dead. That he's and she the doesn't one even killed. seem to care very much for Perry before he's yeah. dead. So you I know? feel like, like if it were her brother, that would be them. a much different kind yeah. of. It also just like doesn't really make it doesn't track to make Perry her boyfriend because she Juliet doesn't want to marry Paris in any way Paris is supposed to be kind of gross mm-hmm. you know 
And so... He's supposed to be a suitor. Yeah. Kind of thing, but... But she, she doesn't, doesn't want to marry want anything him. to do with him. So they could have either played that and had him be some guy who's always, like, yeah. hitting on her and making her feel kind of weird. Yeah. And then he dies, and obviously she's like, that Then that, that would have made but... more sense. She would have been like, I do not know how to feel right now. Yeah, like, and that <laughs> could have been, like, a confusing, like, wow, yeah. this guy who made me feel really uncomfortable but was also part of my community is dead, and I have a lot yeah. of feelings about that. Yeah, but instead it, making, her, <laughs> making him like a boyfriend that she like loved so much, even if she didn't, they were like clearly having problems when he died. Like, mm-hmm. just doesn't it just doesn't make. I you don't date your boyfriend's murderer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I mean that. And again, it's like he transforms, and she under, like I think that part of this movie is like about the transformation of of the zombies. Yeah. So. Obviously, she knows that as he's becoming more human, yeah. that's not like that wasn't entirely his right within of his control. Yeah, um, but it's still I it don't reads know. real weird. It reads weird. Yeah. There's a better way they could have done that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Maybe also by not having her get undressed. That yes, okay. That moment was I fucking hate that moment so much. Like she yes, she undresses. Uh, because her clothes, because her clothes are, wet. are wet. Oh my god! And they're like staying the night in some abandoned house, yeah. and and then she says, "Don't look," and he, and then fucking, he fucking looks, looks anyway. And then I'm like, "Wow, you know what, dude? I know you're still a zombie, but but Jesus, she said, don't. And but, it would have been much better actually if if I, I would have been fine with it if she had said, "Don't look," and he had been like, oh, "Okay," and he turned away. Though we didn't need to see her get naked, and also that's kind of like a a cute thing about our personality. I'd be like, oh, you yeah, know? like, yeah, no, I won't. Like, that That would have been like, nice. If, if, it, if he, like, turned away for, like, too long, and he and was like, yes, and, and she was like, and she fine, was like, oh, dude. you can, you don't, you can stop now. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. So, basically, we should have written this movie. <laughs> it's what I'm hearing. Um, so, um, uh, the nurse. The uh, nurse. Uh, Nora. Nora. Nora, yeah. Um, so there's a character that fulfills sort of the role of the nurse. The difference is that she is uh, a friend. A so friend. She's, so she she's, is. Which the nurse age. is like older. Yeah. Um. In the in the actual. Yeah, I play. thought that was interesting that they. Nora didn't, is her friend. Yeah, and I thought wants that, to be a nurse. Wants to be a nurse. It's it so somehow isn't stupid. a nurse in the apocalypse when in they the, need nurses. When they I, need nurses more than anyone. Like, it's an odd. I don't get yeah, that. It's a weird. I don't get that at all. Um. I thought it was kind of interesting and kind of weird that she was Julie's age. Yeah, it was... It doesn't track for her to be the nurse, you know? It doesn't. I think the reason they did it is because they thought it would be more watchable. They sure. Like, having a, yeah. matr- like a more matronly figure is not something that they thought would be as And I guess... Fun, uh, whatever, I we guess. have to remember this is also based on a, a book. Right. And so, yes. like, this was... I get if... I guess if you're writing for a YA audience, you want more of the characters probably mm-hmm. to be young people. Yeah. That makes sense, you know? Um, but it just, I, I don't know. Like, she was fine. She was, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I thought her she character had, was fine. In fact, I was like, why couldn't she be the main character? She's a better actor, so. She also, uh, though, I will say that the, and I think this is probably a writing, maybe a little bit acting, maybe more writing, the dialogue between her and Julie... It's not good. Is not good. No. They, this, this movie, I would say, constantly does this thing where they are forcing you to 
they really, through dialogue, need to show you exactly what their relationship yeah. is by adding quirky, funny lines or, yeah. like, secret inside jokes that we don't get but that we're supposed to be like, oh, they're such good friends. And yeah. all of that stuff I don't care about. No, not at um, all. And it, it isn't, it's kind of a cop-out as far as, like, actually showing their friendship. I didn't yeah. care about their friendship. Just, like, I didn't care about the relationship between Julie and her dad. Like, no, both of those, the writing in both of those relationships was yeah. extremely forced. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. I just liked Nora better because I think that she, I, it was, I think it was about that actor. I think she just handled the bad writing a, a little, little better, better. Yeah. than... Than Teresa Palmer did or whatever, um, and so I like was more on her side than yeah. on Julie. Well, there's um, in uh, school we have learned that there are a few types of actors. There are the ones that can take bad writing and elevate it. Yes, and those are generally the better actors. Yeah, there are the ones that uh, are mediocre and uh, therefore bad writing is going to bring them down. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a very specific kind of actor that can elevate elevate bad writing. Yeah. And otherwise, you have actors that are that could be pretty good, but with bad writing are just going to not be good. And yeah. then you have actors that are not great who, when given bad writing, it could be catastrophic. And even when given good oh, writing, yeah. it is still not great. Yeah. Uh, in this particular case, there's a lot of issues with writing, so it's kind of hard to decipher. Uh, yeah, I can't tell who's um, bad and who's good, honestly. I, I can say the guy, and this makes sense because he's older, the guy who plays M. Uh, oh, he's funny. He, yeah. he does a good job. Yeah. He kind of elevates. Yeah. That's also maybe the best written part of the movie. Uh, yeah, because it's the simplest, because they yeah. give you the least things to work with. So. Yeah, yeah, they don't force that don't one. Force that, that one's that one extremely simple. Um, R is... Good, but Nicholas Holt also is a good actor as far as far as the other things I've seen mm-hmm. him in, so I'm not surprised by that. But he's also, he, at, though they overwrite the voiceover, it I think it's pretty simple to be a zombie in this because mm-hmm. you're just a zombie, you know. Um, but the girl is Julie is bad, and I think it's part writing, part. Part acting, acting, yeah. You know? It's possible that in other things, maybe she's, she's a little better. A little yeah. better. Oh. It's also like there's just so many factors because directing can play a role too, so easily. Um, yeah. So I don't want to completely condemn the right. actor without yeah. knowing what Again, dynamics we're playing. I haven't seen her in any, yeah. anything else, so I couldn't really speak. I've only seen Nicholas Holt in other things, so I know that like yes, regardless yeah. of what directing, there's he's I've been good in other things, so. Yeah, I can and, see that. Well, but then we have John Malkovich playing the dad, and he's so bad. And he he's not. It's not even that he's bad. It's just that he's a one note samba, you know. And yeah. that's the writing. Like, that's, yeah, and that's absolutely the writing. There's yeah. a, and there's only so much that that he can do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's again. It's a very forced. Uh, the dialogue is very forced. They try to show you the relationship through. The yeah. dialogue instead of yeah. just letting you figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, it's like they try to tell you a story. That you didn't want to hear. And, it, and it's all very, <laughs> very stereotypical in that, like, of yeah. course, the, the dad and the daughter have a contentious relationship. But also, you don't even get the idea that they care about each other. Like, yeah. And that's what makes it a contentious and then, relationship. And then at the very end when they have this, like, You're moment. Like, you didn't earn this. Where they hug yeah. at the end and it's like, oh, the dad and the daughter hugging. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. Because, yeah, it wasn't earned. I don't care. You don't actually see that they care about each other at all. No. If, if you saw any subtleties in that, either writing or directing or acting, yeah. all of the above... 
then that would, you know, that would have been more, that would have made sense. But in this particular movie, it just felt uh, like kind of exhausting. Yeah, I Um, agree. They don't earn, frankly, I don't think they earn anything in this movie. They don't earn the relationship between the dad and the daughter and the, like, their reconciliation. I would have been, I would have much preferred for them to not have a reconciliation at mm-hmm. all for, like, it just to be still kind of this contentious that's, I mean, that's how it is in Romeo and Juliet. Well, yeah, she's Her dead. dad's a dick, and then she dies. And then she dies. It's true. Yeah. Um, they also don't earn the relationship between, like, R and Julie either. Like, it doesn't... No. It's just, like, forced upon Again, you. Again, it, it's, like, for, okay. yeah, it's forced for the first whole, like, a good chunk of the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas, again, if, yeah. it, if it didn't start as romance right away, if it wasn't, yeah. like, this weird putting yeah. her on a pedestal And they could have done something so simple as, like, so they don't like each other because Julie wants to go home and R keeps trying to eat her but can't make himself do it. And then, like, she puts on a record and it's a record that he really loves Easy romantic moment right there. <laughs> like they just like the same song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's so that's much simpler. Much simpler. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then Makes and then sense. you can have the montage of like, oh, they end up doing all these things to pass the time, you know? Um and Julie asks him to take her home and like he decides that he's going to, and that actually then is much more earned. Yes. And you are actually on the side of them yeah. getting and, home, you know? And to earn, like, the relationship with the dad, because you find out really early that her dad is the leader of this. Right, like, yeah. A group of too, survivors. Too early. Too early. I think it's better if you hear her talking about her dad, you see the dad being the leader, and you, don't, you don't connect know. that they yeah. are related for yeah. a bit. Yeah. I think that that would have been interesting, and I also yeah. think that then you can sort of build uh, some sort of relationship with them as far as, like, they've shared a loss, and that's created a rift. Yeah. Um, you see silent moments that don't even have to be scripted of, yeah. like... The actors walking away from each other, the dad mm-hmm. looking distressed, all of these things, like him being concerned that she's been missing, yeah. like all of these things that can show you simply how they feel about each other and earn the reconciliation at the end instead yeah. of just trying to do it through dialogue and stereotypes. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It does not work at all. I agree. But again, I, I want it. The, the whole thing about this movie is that I want it to work. I want it to work. I'm like rooting for it and then it just it just can't quite get it there. It falls so flat um, so quickly. And I just feel like there were very small things that could yeah. have been changed that would have made worlds of difference. Yeah. Since I did this for the last one, a really quick about comment the about the zombies. Yes. Comment about the zombies. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. These zombies, uh, they were it, really human. They were very human, which is part of the point, it yeah. seems like, uh, because maybe if they're still like infected with this disease but haven't completely yeah. decayed, yeah. or if they were bitten and turned into zombies, but if these particular zombies didn't actually die in the same way. Right. As like you watch something like Walking yeah. Dead, character dies. 
Yeah, these and then seem comes back to life. Like these zombies just, got a disease and they didn't necessarily die. Yes, and that's entirely Which they don't possible. Talk about. And then so who I knows? think that their their death occurs when they become the bonies. Yes. Which is also interesting. Having this yeah. different this different thing where it's like you have these zombie characters that are more human and you have these bonies which are the actual because at the very end they do this thing where you have the human soldiers and the zombies working together that's also like one of the moments i really liked yes um, i liked they're that working too. together to fight yeah. the bonies which have suddenly decided to come for everyone yeah. and to come specifically for julian r yeah. and you have both these zombies that are starting to reawaken yeah uh, and the humans working together and the humans realizing oh this is happening and um and kind of, that kind of leads to the end when John Malkovich is going to shoot R and ends up yeah. sparing his... Or, he, well, they do shoot him and he doesn't die. But they don't shoot right. him also, anymore, okay, I guess. I'm, I'm just going to say, one thing that bugged me about this movie is they 1,000% shoot him in the heart, in the chest, and nobody's concerned that this boy is going <laughs> to die. Yeah, he like, just like, sits there like, he bleeding out. They're bleeding like, out. He, he doesn't die. And he doesn't die, and I'm not sure how. Frankly, like, because it yeah. went directly into that boy's heart. So I just and he's ble- and that's like how they realize he's human. She's like, he's bleeding, he's bleeding, he's bleeding. Oh god, yeah. he's bleeding. And yeah. then, but he doesn't die. But also, then suddenly, yeah. it's like they forgot he was bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, anything else about the zombies? They. It's interesting that they have like he starts the show, the movie off with being like. I have this friend zombie. So, like, yes. these zombies seem yeah. to have, like, a, a pack mentality yeah. almost, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, the fact that they eat brains and get the memories, I think, is important because yeah. it means that they are kind of addicted to eating brains because it makes them feel more human. Yeah. Um, so all of these things, very cool things to play with, very cool things to think about in a zombie post-apocalyptic yeah. world uh, could have been done in Terrible a better execution. way the execution was not great um but the ideas around them were all yeah. very which very actually cool. makes me want to read the novel because i wonder how the novel deals with all of it and how the adaptation like matches up mm-hmm. or not yeah yeah you know so maybe something to add to the book list yeah. you know um okay so should we give each of the movies like a rating like what do we think mm-hmm. overall so yeah are there any other crossover things we want to talk about really quick I don't know. Do you have them any compare contrast? Um, I feel like the biggest things are the romance and the zombies. But yeah, romance and zombies. Differences are little monsters. Simplicity. Simplicity. It feels fairly also, effortless. Good relationships and yeah, zombies, good relationships. You know? Good care, like good writing of characters. Good writing. Good acting, very simple. Um, yeah. Even Whereas, the, if the places, if there are places where the writing dips. I did not even notice because I yes. think that the actors held it up yes. so well. Agreed, agreed. Whereas Warm Bodies, I feel like the relationships are not well written. The characters are various degrees of interesting or mm-hmm. not interesting, but the actors like can't hold up the bad writing. They can't, yeah. And you know. And the other the Warm Bodies is actually post apocalyptic, whereas Little Monsters yes. is still very much yeah. in our world and it's yeah. like a contained disaster and involving zombies. I would say Warm Bodies actually a rom com versus Little Monsters not really a rom com. Mm-hmm. But it contains More romance. Contains romance and both are zom coms. And both are zom coms <laughs> indeed. Happy Halloween. Here are some zom coms. Happy Halloween indeed. Um so we rate what do so we let's rate? yeah uh, so so out of ten stars what would you give Little Monsters total yeah 
like nine. Not yeah. I would say I nine. agree. There I were th- there were some things that I would. Uh, but they were minute for me. Yeah, but they were pretty yeah. small, and yeah. I think a lot of the things that I maybe would have thought about shifting around would have been just things that would have made it different, not even necessarily better. Yeah, it would have been just different. Like, oh, it would have been cool to think about it this way. Yeah, or this other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, what about warm bodies? You go first. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it. Okay, what do I think about warm bodies? I would give warm bodies. Frankly, you know, I would give. Warm bodies like a four out of ten. Four, four or five. What did we give Sierra I, Burgess? We gave it like a five, I think. A five? Yeah. Okay. Um, only because, so five, I think five is what I would give it mm-hmm. actually because the soundtrack was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, premise was really interesting. And R, I liked. And I liked, I really liked the ending with all the zombies. So that's a five for me. Yeah, you know what? I think that's. I think that makes sense. Five is like and it right halfway between the like worst there were, movie I've there ever There were seen. good things and there were bad things. Yeah. It was kind of right in the middle of like yeah. it had a lot of potential. The execution didn't yeah. quite yeah. get there. Yeah. 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 I think good intentions, bad um, execution. Did you want to rate the male characters? We did also want to note that both of these have male characters as yeah, the leads. Yeah, as the leads as opposed to um, as the... And so, I don't know if we yeah. want to talk about if that, like, as far as, like, rating of, like, um, feminism and, like, cultural well, awareness. Well, let's... Talk, so, so let's rate it for feminism, I guess, as opposed to rating the male leads because, like, they're... I feel like when we rate the male leads, it's about, like... They're the love interests as opposed to like the actual characters. Yeah, right? yeah. And this one, they're like the actual characters. I think that Little Monsters gets like a. I think it would get a seven out of so, ten. Yeah, so I was like seven or eight. There are like seven aspects or eight because I think particularly I think because that, of Dave and and Teddy, big giggle. But Dave is the thing is, I actually think that's the thing that makes me give it a higher score because Dave's redemption arc feels very. Um, like uh, restorative justice mm-hmm. to me. Like he's he's only redeemed <clears throat> because he figures out how to be a better fucking human, you mm-hmm. know? And that's because of his nephew. Teddy McGiggle, on the other hand, is not, and so consequently he is murdered by zombies. <laughs> yeah. He's eliminated, yeah. yes. Yeah, and so that feels like very a very feminist comment to me about like, do better or die. <laughs> um, warm bodies gets like a three. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yes. it's not feminist. It's very uh, no. It I just there's no, it does it has no comment about feminism. No, it's it doesn't. Not and, even related, and it doesn't. The you know? female characters are not. They just don't hate the well, female characters. Well so. Yeah, they don't hate them, so it's not atrocious. But yeah. it's also not very aware. It's not aware. No, and. It's not even thinking about it. And the whole bit where, like, with her undressing, that whole stupid bit was Plus the stupid dad and bit, dumb. The dad and is... And Perry, dumb. Like, it's just all, all of, dumb. Like, all of, like, the fact that her life seems to be, uh, as, like, the female lead, Julie's life seems to be surrounded by men and her character is based on yeah, all of Yeah, dictated by all the men. Uh, that's not fair. Plus the kidnapping. Not Plus great. the kidnapping, <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable. Uh, there's a way yep. that they could have done it better. Way better. Um, it, it definitely 
Makes you feel weird. I never thought that I would say that there's a way they could have done the kidnapping better, but here I am. Well, okay, because there's a way they could have done it where it wouldn't have actually been a kidnapping. Yeah. Or, like, it would have been, but it's a direct kidnapping, not a kidnapping about romance. It's a kidnapping about, I'm going to eat you, because I'm a, a kid- zombie. Yeah, it's, a, it's a kidnapping of, like, I saved you, and I don't know why, so now I'm just going to take you home and eat you, but... Exactly! But now I still can't eat you, I still and I don't it. Yeah, and that would have been... Why? that That would have been fine, because it, it it is him doing something bad that then is... Punished, yeah, well, and it's, you know? it, it's punished, and it, it, like, it would be redeemed later, because also he's a, he's a zombie, that's what he he's does. He's a zombie, and it, it's what it's he does. It's supposed to be about yeah. the transformation. Yes. So I feel like that would have made yeah. it uh, yeah. more Yeah, I'm a firm believer that transformations of bad male characters don't mean that the movie isn't feminist. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that can be a big marker that actually it is a good feminist movie, but it depends on the transformation. Yeah. I, I do also want to say with, with both of these movies, representation-wise... Um, it is mostly they're both mostly white. Yeah. Um, in in Little Monsters, uh, it's a little better. Lupita is yeah. The kids are not all white. That's yes, and the kids are not, and so yeah. and also there's a v- lot fewer characters, and so that's also harder to tell. Yeah. You know, but in yeah. in Warm Bodies, there's like all one white. minor character. Oh right, who's Kevin. Not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I forgot about Kevin. He's not a main character. He's, yeah. he's there. He's like sort of one of the military guys. Yeah. He's there for a but couple times. Everybody he works outside else is the, white. the wall, but yeah. he's not no. a significant character. And everyone else is white and, somehow. Only yeah. the, the people who uh, like, survived the apocalypse, which yeah. I don't believe that. So Yeah. And as far as other... I 1,000% do not believe <laughs> that. Um, and as far as like other... Even other... like So racial representation is pretty... Stark in both of the movies. Um, as frankly, I mean, as frankly as like gender representation is Stark. Also in, Stark. That's in true. Little Monsters, it's just Lupita. It's just Lupita. And then and the, the sister, sister. But the sister is not She's not really a main character. But she's, she's there and she provides yeah. like some emotional connection yes. and stuff. But she's yeah. not a, she's like she's a very a minor supporting role. Yeah. Um, and then you have like some yeah. female students, obviously. And then in Warm Bodies, like the, the, Female characters are few and also not well written. Not well written. So the gender and racial representation are not great in either movie. Better and a little better in Little Monsters, um, though again not not awesome. Um, but yeah, but there's not just not a lot of yeah yeah not, ni- yeah. Neither of these goes really right. far in expanding representation. Yeah. So, uh, see Little Monsters, uh, see Warm Bodies if you're into Romeo and Juliet, maybe. <laughs> if you like zombies, watch them both. Yes. Decide how you feel about Decide the how zombie. You feel about them. Because we don't uh, want to tell narrative. you how to feel, okay? We just want to be here to provide our own critique. <laughs> so, yeah. But definitely watch Little Monsters. Except, yeah. unless you hate children. <laughs> yeah, which, if you hate children, then... Then you're a monster. I don't know. Then you're a monster. <laughs> so yeah. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yay. Orange wine. <laughs> Orange wine. <laughs>